After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Deuce and Mo podcast, recording this on a Tuesday night after the Kings suffer a home loss to the Denver Nuggets 113 to 106. No Sabonis, no Mike Brown. Nuggets were without Aaron Gordon and Bruce Brown left the game, but the Nuggets were able to close it out. Second half, they were a much better team. Fourth quarter, they executed and they beat the Kings. Handing Sacramento back-to-back home losses with another game against the Nuggets coming tomorrow night. I'm Deuce Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. What's up, Mo? Hey, happy Tuesday, huh? Much more fun after a win. Yeah. But I don't feel, like, awful. I think the reason there's a little bit of nervousness right now with Kings fans is quite simply their best player, Damanis Sabonis... We don't know exactly what to expect. We just know he is out with an injury. He may play. He may not play. And there's a nervous feeling regarding that. Uh, um, hi. Question. Question. Yes. Morgan in the back. Yes. Please. Hi. Um, what? Wait. 
wasn't everyone expecting this to happen at some point in the season? I and I only expecting a thumb injury that could uh, no, keep him out no, six no, weeks. Oh, if no, he has no, surgery no, 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 oh, okay. no, 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 no. Stop being okay. a smartass. Okay. Thank you. No, yeah, we're going to stop you right there. Um, health, health. I mean, yeah. you, you guys, even with the amount of minutes you maybe thought that he was going to play. I know he's probably played more than a lot of us had expected, um, just seeing throughout the season how it's evolved and how they need help with that backup five. But even with De'Aaron, I was curious at times what was going to happen um, because we've seen him deal with health as well. Yeah. Like, not like it's their reputation or anything, but it's a long season and it's a physical game. But... We knew when this point would happen, whether it was going to be a rolled ankle or a, you know, ligament in the thumb, that the identity was going to change. Things were going to change on the floor. And this is why it's good that the Kings are experiencing this now to really see, okay, we need to make these changes going forward. It's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. I mean, you're trying to look at it from a very optimistic standpoint. Is and that? I appreciate, yeah. I mean, I think you're, you're stand, you're looking at it from like, Hey, this could be a good thing. This team could figure out how to not totally rely on Sabonis play without him. Maybe you get Rashawn Holmes going. You saw some glimpses of the old Rashawn tonight. Maybe you find out another big can be a backup big. Sure. Sure. That's fair. But I think ultimately people are just nervous because they don't want a season that looks promising to absolutely fall apart. And the, I think the other thing that is surrounding this team and we'll get into the game. I, I was going to save the Sabonis stuff, but with Sabonis, Everyone I talked to today before the game was like, he wants to play. He he is motivated to play. He Damn. wants to play because he hates missing games. Yeah. He wants to play in the All-Star game. Like, he is fired up. He wants to win games. So, Sabonis is going to do everything he can to play. The question with that, though, Morgan, is, is that the right call? What kind of damage could be done if Sabonis comes back and he's not, you know, if he's not 80%, 70%, and can he get back to where he needs to be or where the Kings need him to be while playing? Those are all big questions, I think, just when you look at the season as a whole for a team that's trying to make the playoffs, trying to end this drought, those are big questions that I guess we just can't answer at this point. It's just a lot of what-ifs at this point moment uh a fun willsy stat of the night because it's about sabonis and his ability to stay healthy and stay in games sabonis is one of only 43 players who has played in every game so far this season he played 1141.1 total minutes of the possible 1493 minutes so he's a guy that can play through things, right? Whether it's he's had little bumps and bruises that he's battled through because he's a big in this league and you're going to take that night in and night out. But now you're talking more of something that could be that lingering injury, right? A ligament. Those are annoying. Ligaments torn or screwed with anywhere on your body are annoying as hell. Um, what people have this day and age when it comes to quarter zone shots or certain muscle things that can help your body. 
I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but right. it's going to be one of those things where it's a pain tolerance thing. He can deal with it however he needs to deal with it. But it's the same way that when we saw De'Aaron Fox out there, when he wasn't playing at 100% health, it was like, whoa, sit him out. I hope we don't have to get there with DeMontis yeah. Sabonis. And I think whenever he decides to test it out, maybe tomorrow against Denver before the game, maybe he, go, he did not go through practice the day before. He didn't go through shoot around this morning. He was at the game tonight. But, you know, there's obviously when you have that thumb injury that he has with the ligament, it is his right hand, which is good news. Offhand? His offhand, if there's some good news there. Woo! He does go for rebounds with both hands, right? Two hands. That's tough. Um, when he wants to push the ball up court, that, that could be a challenge. The other thing is, this is the NBA, Morgan. We know damn well. When you got a little hand thing, the guy gets beat up as it is. Mm-hmm. A teams are going to target that. They're going to be swiping down on that thumb. And so he has to be at a point where you're right. What you just said, how is his pain tolerance? Now, Keegan Murray has a thumb thing going on too. And if you look back that he mentioned, he was asked about today by James Ham, and he really did not want to go into detail about yeah. it at all. Uh, but he said it happened in the Cleveland game. He was questionable going into the Knicks game on that last road trip. And since then, his right hand has been wrapped. It, so I'm very curious to see what Sabonis' hand looks like compared to that. Is it wrapped similar? They're going through similar things, yeah. right? Keegan's able to play. Keegan also doesn't get the same type of attention that Sabonis gets throughout a game. So I think that's kind of the lingering thing is, one, if he's able to play, how effective can he be? And two, if he can't play, are the Kings capable of just kind of hovering around this 500 mark until he is back and ready to go? It's going to be a challenge. And tonight, they played the number one team in the Western Conference without their number one. Let's just call him what he is right now. He's their number one guy. He's their best player. Like, he's the guy that is, you know, managing the entire offense that is the top or was the leading rebounder in the NBA. I don't know if he still is right now. Um, But either way, what he's doing out there on the floor is all-star level talent, right? And it's truly created the identity of this team. So you saw... Tonight, without him, they still had that fast-paced identity. They were knocking down some of their threes to start the game. Um, De'Aaron Fox does a fantastic job getting to his spots. He's a huge part of what their identity is, especially on the offensive end. But it's still, you're missing this big piece on both ends of the floor when Sabonis isn't out there um, on the floor. And you can see where it can make a big difference, especially when Jordy Fernandez had to go small ball later on in that game. Yeah, so the Kings elected to start Alex Len tonight. Jordy Fernandez coached this game because Mike Brown is in health and safety protocols. How long is he going to be out? We don't know. But Jordy Fernandez, who turned 40 today, Spent six seasons on Michael Malone's staff. Yeah. Got his first chance to like start and coach a game tonight against the Denver Nuggets. So they went with Alex Lynn, but you saw a whole bunch of different lineups. The second big off the bench tonight, or the first big off the bench tonight was Wish 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 Good word. Yeah, are you familiar with him? Yeah. That's the about, second time I've done that tonight. I know. How about you slow it down like two notches and like say the word? I'm just being nice. Who- that was nice. No, Are you going to say I that was know. nice? No. And I saw your look and I was like, ooh, what, like, what retract. 
I, uh, we're not on the same team no, anymore. No, 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 no. I do not want to be on the same team. Did you see how quickly, like as soon as the look went, I was like, ah, oh, that was kind of mean. So I took uh, it. It was kind of mean. Well, it was twice that you just like really screwed up. <laughs> I get it. Hey, hey. No, 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 no. Okay, so they went to the bench to Rashawn Holmes. Rashawn Holmes. Oh, I said yes. it. Yeah, yes, I said it. I said it right. Um, and then we saw Trey Lyles at some uh, small ball five, which Deuce Mason did suggest. Hey. And I actually thought that had some nice moments. Um, it before did. we go into kind of those little parts of the game, can we start with the end, the fourth quarter? Get straight to what, the last four minutes mostly? I'm going to go b- beyond that. Okay. The Kings competed tonight. Mm-hmm. I give them credit. But they also had a chance to win tonight. And I don't want to just give attaboys like, oh, they stayed no, in with the I'm number with one you. team. Because I thought they made crucial mistakes yes. down the stretch. And it started early in that fourth quarter at the halfway point and late in the game. Deer and Fox tonight had five turnovers. Three of those happened in the fourth quarter, Morgan. Yeah. And that one late where he's trying to get it to Trey Lyles oh, what with about- KCP on him. That was a really bad one. What about the oop to Malik Monk? Oh, I, I, you want me to go down the list Go here? down the Because I've got my list here uh, looking at the fourth <laughs> quarter. So, remember, Jokic starts the fourth quarter on the bench. A chance for the Kings to like, all right, can they push? Get some points on yeah. the board. You didn't get off to a great start. So, <sighs> Fox hits a three. Awesome. Okay, maybe he can get it going. He did have 11 of his 26 in the fourth quarter. They play some nice defense in transition. Fox throws a really, really tough lob to Malik Monk turnover. What oh, happens? It didn't even get there. Yeah. Denver hits a three. Oh, yeah. In transition. Top of the key. So, again, force turnover. You turn it right back over. That happened too many times tonight in general. Um, then you had Malik Monk with a travel. Mm-hmm. The other way. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. And then Jamal Murray, next play, gives them the lead, breaks down the defense, gives Denver their first lead, its first lead, 87 to 86. Then Jokic comes back in the game. Okay, so that's a challenge. Uh, now it's 90 to 89. There's a, Kings miss a couple of shots. Rashawn Holmes gets an offensive rebound and quite possibly puts up one of the worst second chance opportunities in the history of the, the game. Was that the, like... Fall away, kind of hook, weird. It was, and I get it, that he's excited to be on the floor. He had he had some nice moments tonight, and I actually liked this spark. I was so happy. That, with you. I'm that with Davion you. Davion gave him some good opportunities to get that push shot going. Mm-hmm. Like He did some nice things. But I'm pinpointing the little things right now from this team down the stretch. And Rashawn Holmes, instead of spraying that out to a three-point shooter, moving the ball around. Take that second. You're going back up with it. And, and taking a terrible shot. It's just not a good look, right? That's a turnover, right? Even if it's not a turnover, it's a turnover. You're, yes. it's a, you're just throwing it away. That hurt. Then, 638, Davion has a turnover. Luckily, Denver missed the three, but then Davion comes down, air balls it. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, out of that timeout. So, yep. <sighs> th- those were just big sequences. And then I thought late down the stretch, I mentioned the play Fox Lyles. You know, Fox also had some bad defensive plays down the stretch where Murray just took it to him and Fox did some nice things tonight. But again, when, the, when you're taking on a team without your best player and Sabonis and you're in the game, 
I'm not saying you got to play perfect, but I, they are better than how they played down the stretch. And I was disappointed with how they finished. Look, you're right. Grand scheme of things, losing to the Nuggets when you're without your best player, it's fine. But when you got a chance to win and it's crunch time, you got to execute the right way. And I just expect more from Fox in those situations, right? Even without Sabonis, he, 11 points is great, but you got to make the right decisions. KCP, when he's on you like that, and you're going to think you're going to get it right back to Lyles, KCP's a smart defender. This guy's playing the NBA Finals. What do you always say? Fake a pass to, to make, make a, a pass. pass. Good job. It's No, it's, it's true. And not to expect perfection from the guy down the stretch but because he is one of your leaders his his style of play will set the tone so if he's turning the ball over other guys are going to be chaotic as well right and that's what you kind of saw um with this king squad down the stretch there because they very much had this game and it wasn't fluky how they had this game it was they did a great job with their game plan in the first half the nuggets made some great adjustments in the second half what did they do they started feeding Jokic the ball in the paint he had 12 of his 14 points in the first six minutes of that second half so they started getting their things going right they started going on the run understanding the style of play that they needed to play it wasn't even deflating the Kings like you didn't notice it in their body language or anything and they kept fighting kept battling all the way to that fourth but when the Nuggets did finally pull away I didn't feel like they were necessarily just winning it it was the Kings losing it and kind yes. of giving it away too bad decisions yes. turnovers shot selection and defensive breakdowns yeah. and when you're taking on a team like this that's gonna kill you um I, I want to go back to one thing in the third quarter because, yeah. again, you know, sometimes we, we focus on the plays that happen late in the game and go, this is what hurt you. But there's other things. The Kings only had two fast break points tonight. And I think part of it was decision-making, too. There was one play, third quarter. I noted it. It's 74-70. Um, Monk misses a corner three. Ball gets back to him. He launches it immediately. Misses that one. Okay. Miss shots happen. Okay. Then Monk, good for him, steals the ball. Kings are on a three-on-two break. Attack the basket, please. Just please attack the basket. Instead, he's looking for Lyles in the corner. And he got Lyles in the corner, but it was a really bad pass. And it allowed Jokic to close out on him. Lyles missed a three. These are little things, right? Yeah. It's like... Yeah, fire to the corner. You oh, better make that shot. Like, yes. like the, the pass was so gotta bad. Gotta give it to the shooter pocket. Yeah, like, I you mean, gotta keep it good. It was not a great pass. Yeah. And so Lyles is picking it and like, uh, he's got to get it off and he, he shoots anyway. I wish Lyles could have pump faked a little bit then maybe drive. He did that once tonight with uh, a shooter or a defender closing out, which I loved. And he got, it was Jokic closing out, I believe, I think in the first half and he got right to the basket. But the little things are going to matter in these type of games against the really good teams. Denver missed so many shots in the first half. Jokic only took two shots. Only had two points. I mean, Denver came into tonight as the number one three-point shooting team in the NBA at 39%. They were clanking everything in the first half, and Jokic took two shots for two points, as you mentioned. Those were my big concerns, and then I felt like, I got to be honest, I think the Kings... You have to double Jokic, I get it, but the recovery was bad, and helping off Michael Porter is insane to me. 
Michael Porter, when he gets going, buckets. He's buckets. He's I mean, his uh, bucket. The, the shot is pure. It's a beautiful shot. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter where he guys. is on the floor. You can't, uh, hey, man, if you want to throw some quick double teams and recover, whatever, but throw even, different looks. Why are but, you throwing a double at a seven footer that his skill set, his timing, his IQ is so dead on uh, that? He can tell you what he's going to do as you take two steps toward him to double him, right? Like, it's just, Jokic is such a smart player. His vision is absolutely just on a different level. You've got to do something else. And that's why even when they started pressing in the backcourt at the end of the game, I was like, it's already too late. They almost should have done it when they were down by four. You know, like it, the momentum had shifted. They The, the Denver Nuggets were making all all of their outside shots, the ball was just flowing. Things were looking good at the end. Yeah, Denver in the fourth quarter outscored Sacramento 34 to 23. They shot 61%. They were 7 of 12 from three, Morgan. So um, seven of their 13 made three-pointers came in the fourth quarter. They outscored. They scored 66 points on the Kings in the second half. It was 66-50 Denver in the second half. So, Ugh. you know, I think... If I'm going to get some positives tonight, and I, I don't know if I'm sounding too harsh tonight with some, some of the stuff I'm no, saying. No, I think what's funny is I think we're actually being super fair with the perspective of going into this game because I think that's no matter what, number one team in the West, like they are what they are. You're without Sabonis. Your identity changes as a team. But the fact is they showed that they could play in this game, that they could beat yep. this team, and they lost it. So, no, you're not being unfair. So, I thought in the first half, I thought they did a, a solid job defensively. Now, some of this you do have to realize Denver was missing some good looks, too. Like, it's not just simply, oh, the Kings locked down the first half, and the second half was a mess. No, Denver started to do what they do, and that's knock down some shots. But I felt like the compete was there. I got to give Sacramento a lot of credit. Rebounding, especially with Sabonis being out, this guy, as Morgan mentioned, is number one in the NBA in rebounding. We're seeing him get 20 rebound games all the time. Sacramento was out-rebounded by one today. Mm. 40-39. to Love it. When this guy is out, who's going to come in and who's going to give you something? Who's going to try to make up for it? Trey Lyles? Gave you 11 points and 10 rebounds tonight. Barnes gave you eight boards. You got four from Herter. Uh, you got seven from Rashawn. So it, it's going to take, it's that gang rebounding mentality. It's going to take a little bit of everyone. So I was encouraged by that tonight that they did not get destroyed on the glass. And when they were up by 20 in that first half, I believe it was in that first half when they were up by 20. Um, yeah, and it did, early second quarter. It, yes, that's when it was. It was the way that they were putting a body on guys. They were moving guys out of the paint. They were making sure to get that rebound, crash the glass. It looked really good. And that's another reason why it kept Jokic off of the offensive boards. It kept him out of the paint from scoring. And then it was like, he's a smart player. Michael Malone is a smart coach. They changed it up and started scoring in the paint, uh, which also helped their outside shots to get bet some better looks. What did you think of the decision tonight? Um, they played Alex Len. They, number one, they started him. And coming yeah. into tonight's game, Alex Len on the season <laughs> has played eight games mm -hmm. in a total of 25 minutes. 
What did you think of the decision uh, by Mike Brown, Jordy Fernandez, to go with Alex Len in the starting lineup against Jokic? I liked it. I think it was an absolute matchup thing that they were going with, you know, body size, obviously putting some girth, some some length, some height in there in the paint with Jokic to start. And what I I like is that sometimes they show their guys that they trust them in different ways, right? Um, obviously met to you're not seeing time again and there's certain things certain aspects about his game that he's not consistent with that they possibly don't trust something else that maybe alex len showed that like yeah next man up mentality i know exactly what the hell i need to do for sean holmes coming off the bench after him is kind of the role that he has been kind of playing this season so they've kept it more of that identity for him but I liked it. I was fine with it. I don't think there's anything to really well, knock. Some of the stuff that you, you could you said you liked it. He ends up playing just under 14 minutes yeah. tonight. So I think his first stint was pretty solid. I thought Rashawn came in and gave him a nice lift. Agreed. And I feel like when you're trying to get Rashawn going again, you're trying to find ways to get him to come in and contribute. I love the fact that they got him some looks. And it was like, okay. And you could tell he felt a little more confident out there. And they gave him an extended run. Len started the game. He came out at the six-minute mark. That's when Holmes came into the game. Len did not come in until 419 of the second quarter. So Holmes got an extended run. Rashawn on the night ends up playing 23 minutes. Now in the third quarter, Len again starts the second half. He picks up two quick fouls. One of them I thought was super questionable from my angle. It was that contest he had. Excuse me. Ew. I'm drinking. I dr- I'm drinking a Lacroix, a little bubble in my throat. You're not being nice tonight. Okay, I'm. You're sorry. You're not being nice. Okay, excuse you. I said excuse. I know, me. and I just said I was trying to be nice. Like what? What else? <laughs> excuse you. Okay, so <laughs> Alex Len picks up that fa- that contest. What do you think when he when he got called for the foul on Jokic on nice defense? Uh, bullshit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, he uh... gets taken out of the game at the eight ten mark. He does not come back into the game. They go with Rashad and then Trey Lyles playing some small ball five. I like Trey Lyles playing some small ball five, especially uh, when you're trying to get some buckets. Uh, he could score a little bit. He's tough, good size, especially in this matchup. May not be every night uh, against some of these centers in the league, but in this matchup, I was fine with it. In this matchup, because of obviously the unique player that Jokic is, I mean, you saw times that it was Lyles and Harrison Barnes switching on. Jokic, right? Like you, you had to do what you had to do tonight. And what Lyles provided was so much strength against, against him, right? M- trying to make sure he wasn't going to get deep uh, on a block with a nice post move easy. Instead, they, he tried pushing him out more toward even further out from the high post. But obviously, Jokic knows how to play from anywhere on the floor. Um, but yeah, I, I, I liked it. I... I was at one point going, why aren't you going with what worked? But I also think because of the adjustments that Denver made, it wasn't going to work if you had just shoved Len back in there, right? As good of a job as Len did, I thought, in his minutes, Jokic also wasn't... Jokic was being super passive and shocking. I mean, the guy, again, just... 
Jokic is a freak. Adjustments. This, I mean, when he's throwing passes behind his head, just oh, knowing no, no. his teammates are there. I'm like, what is he doing? When I text you, when he had, well, you know, you're just talking about early on in this podcast, a bonus, you know, you have to grab the ball with two hands when you're going up for a rebound. Not Jokic. He goes up with one hand, the outlet to Michael Porter Jr., oh. just like a football, and boom, down the court. It was absolutely beautiful, but... um. Yeah. Yeah. He started to look for his, though, in the second half. You know, you could yes. tell he came out and was like, okay, we got to stop digging around a little bit. This is knock, knock, two time MVP. Could make a case for the three straight MVPs. The NBA won't have it. it w- he won't win it. No. He won't. He won't. The only way he could win it is, is if, like, the Nuggets somehow won, like, 62 games and he had more, like, 45, 20, 15 games or there. something. There. Maybe, but even then, like the Dude, league, the, the voters are not going to allow it. Are you sure they're not going to fall in love with his new suit game and just be like, wow, he's, he's amazing on and off the court. His suit game is nice. It is. Yeah. He's like, it's, it's business. It's business. No, I, I take that vibe. Um, no, Jokic tonight, he got his, uh, in that second half, he finished the game with 20 points. He had 11 assists, nine rebounds. He had zero turnovers. You guys. I mean, what, what do you say about this guy? There's, there's, you know, there's still people who don't like him that much. I'm like, I don't understand this guy. Second round pick. Doesn't look like he should be anything special. He is one of the best passers. Not best passing bigs. One of the best passers in history. He can hit a three, get you inside, and now throw it everywhere. The guy's incredible. What more do you want? What more do you want? Yeah. Um, it's always, it's always fun watching him play it's not fun seeing him play well against the kings and i guess if you even looked at his stat line tonight that's not even his normal stat line like that's cute for him (laughs) tonight right like that's like low key but uh the kings i think when you look at tomorrow's game and you you go into this one with the adjustments that you might want to make i guess just being super physical with him because it's not even about throwing doubles at him at that point. Unless the doubles are outside of the three-point line. But how are you getting him there in the first place? He's a big old dude. Yeah, I thought you were going to fill in the gap there. I just had to respond to someone in the chat. Now I have to read it out loud. Okay, read it out loud. I don't get the joke. And I, I trust me, <laughs> I like dark humor. I'm I'm all about it. Uh, but, Are you sure you should read it out loud then? Yeah. Okay. Juju B. Jeff says, Deuce's grandma is more dependable than Sabonis's thumb. Too soon? Wait, my Wait, dead, my dead grandma, grandma, who, by the way, died almost two months ago to the day. I don't under, I don't get the joke. I like a dark joke, but what's the joke? It makes no sense. Okay, I, that's but, why I don't get it. Isn't that kind of funny? Because it makes zero no, sense. I, I'm not even mad. I just try to understand what the joke was. <laughs> and it killed Morgan. You uh, made Morgan laugh. Oh, God. Oh, man. That one just, like, talk about a cheap pop. Um, and by the way, I, it's not, I know people are like, hey, that's too soon. For me, it's I can laugh about things. It's not that big of a deal. I just didn't understand the joke. Dark humor is a great way to uh, mend sometimes. Um, something else I wanted to say to you, too. Yes. I said this on the NBC Sports California post-game show with my little hit. And I think the other perspective that you had mentioned to me earlier today, too, is about 
playing this team on a back-to-back, same team. Yeah. It's not going to be easy being like, let's make all these adjustments going into tomorrow's game. You still don't, we don't know, assuming that Sabonis isn't going to just come back um, tomorrow night. I think he's going to, I think he'll try tomorrow. You do? I do. Okay. So let's say even if that's the case, you know, so you have a little banged up Sabonis coming in there. But the perspective is too, teams that make postseason basketball are playing the same team back to back to back to back or, you know, multiple times in a series. And it's good for the Kings to even experience this at all, especially against a good team and playing the way that they did tonight. Now my expectations going into tomorrow night's game is for them to play competitive basketball just like they did tonight. You're just talking about like a playoff series. That's it. You make adjustments. You're playing this game tomorrow. You got to tweak things fast. Like what things work tonight that we should do? What things should we add tonight and change? Yeah, I'm for that. No, and I, it's a good test. It is. Look, life without Sabonis is not going to be easy. Okay? Just understand that. And, you know, I think why a loss like this is annoying late in the game, too, is because you lost to Charlotte and you got hammered by Washington. Oh. That's why this, this is when we start looking at things. When you look at the schedule, you go back to certain games. You go, this is why you don't lose the Hornets game. This and- is why you don't lose to the Wizards. And I, the Wizards, by the way, beat Philly tonight and beat at 48. I think the Wizards are a, a good team when they're right. But you, you don't lose by 30. You no, know, get on down. your home yeah, yeah, like you got to be better at home, if, especially if you have playoff aspirations. In their response of of their their style of play tonight, I thought was what I wanted to see. But the response I really wanted to see was the way that they were going to finish it out, fight, and find a way to pull out that W, especially because of how much they fought throughout the entire first half like they did. Mm. So sad. Another thing I would like, they should find more ways to get Keegan involved, especially without Sabonis in the lineup. I, you know, I, he had 11 points. He played 31 minutes. He took six shots. I want to see him more involved. You know, we mentioned this, I think when we were in Vegas and I said, and sometimes too, not only about the team getting involved, it's going to be about him making sure he's getting involved. And I I think although he is this soft-spoken, um, toned-down dude, I think his competitive nature will bring that out of him. But he is still young. He is still a rookie. So when is that going to happen? And when is he going to command the ball more? And when is he going to make sure that he's curling off screens the right way and moving without the basketball to create uh, the offense for himself? I mean, Mike Brown said in the beginning of the season, this is an equal opportunity offense, uh, especially when Harrison Barnes was trying to find his and find his ways. So with Keegan, it's the same kind of expect- uh, expectations I have for him. Um, something we got to talk about is Malik Monk. I felt like he struggled again tonight, and it's been a stretch here of basketball where Malik Monk hasn't been the same guy we saw early in the season. After the game, he did tweet out this, oh. I got to be better my bad, Sacktown. Uh, what are you seeing from Malik Monk right now, Morgan Reagan? Holding himself accountable. 
I appreciate that. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. I, I, I can't, I don't, I don't think it's all of his shot selection because we're seeing in some of these games, um, I would say in the, in all the games we saw this season with Malik Monk so far, his chaotic play has been under control for the most part. I would say in some of these losses lately, it seems more out of control. That's when also the shot selections gets a little bit worse. You saw there at the, toward the end of the game, I know he had that three in the corner. It bounced back to him and he had another opportunity right. at the three and it was like, damn, bend those legs. Just like a simple thing. It's like he rushed it. Yeah, yeah. it was just something simple. When, when in reality, maybe pump fake and drive. You can get to the basket. And sometimes when you get into the paint, you're able to create f- for others. And that's when he, early in the year, he was at his best, was getting inside the paint, kind of having an impact from all... Yes. Levels from three-point line, in the paint, mid-range, everything. And people need to make sure that they're not just relocating along the perimeter. They need to be relocating, slashing through the paint, you know, trying to find different ways to run through a lane when their guy is running through a lane. You're not just jamming up the paint by doing that. He's going to find you. And one more thing was when he had that play where he was going up for the layup, they called a foul, and then Denver challenged it. They won the challenge. And I just thought in my head, yeah, that was just one of those chaos. Malik Monk plays. Uh, Monk in the month of December. Uh, this was, I don't know if this is up to date now, uh, but at least headed into tonight, he was averaging just under 14 points a game, but it's on 38% shooting and 29% from three-point range. Hmm. So, yeah, it's, you know, you, you have to be careful too where what I always talk about is just because you miss the shot doesn't mean it's a bad shot. Like Correct. guys are going to go through slumps, but I think at times he really puts a lot of pressure on himself to come in and make an impact off the bench. And it's worked l- at times. It has. And lately though, the Kings have been trying to come back. This is the first time they led after the first quarter in like seven games mm. tonight. No. They got off to a 32 to 20 lead. So I think sometimes he comes and says, I got to make something happen. It's like, no, you can make something happen by just playing. Let the game, game come to you. Yeah, be patient. Exert some patience with the game. Like, I want you being forceful with your decision making yes. and making the right decisions. But don't feel like you've got to take the first shot. It's not always the best shot. He's the type of guy, too, that will continue to get his minutes and get his playing time, even if he's not putting numbers um, putting points up, right? Like he'll get his assists. He'll fly in for rebounds. He'll make guys better, get his deflections on the other end of the floor. And I think he just needs to stay true to that part of his game. And then the points will keep coming. <sighs> Anything yes? else jump out to you about this game? Uh, Bruce Brown, hopefully he's okay. He ends up only playing eight minutes, Morgan. He was underneath the basket. He needed to be helped to the locker room with a, a knee thing. And, it did not look good. Aaron Gordon, who's been fantastic yeah. for them this year. That dunk he had oh. huh, huh, the other night. Scary. What was that? That was like, whoa. Whoa. I know everyone said that was dunk of like the cinch. Yeah. I felt like people were sleeping on the Tatum dunk on Giannis from Christmas Day. I mean, it was Christmas Day. Maybe some people were just like. But that one was too. That was Christmas Day too. Oh, wow. So yeah. Night. Everyone slept on that one. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, the Aaron Gordon one was like he flew and effed someone up. The Jason Tatum one, 
maybe it's just what you expect from yeah. Jason Tatum. And it's like, but it's still, it was on Giannis, like staying vertical and contesting it. Oh, what does that mean? Morgan Reagan. Yeah. We have an update at this hour. Do we? Ladies and gentlemen, because of your support, because of your love, we have reached 9,000 subs on yeah! YouTube. Let's go. Let's give it a hell yeah. I wish some of these audio drops like just stretched out a little bit more. That is amazing. Hey, thanks, party people. That's so cool. And you know what that means? What does that mean? The chase to 10,000 subs is oh, on. What? We can't just celebrate this for like two, two more seconds and then we'll go chase ahead. it? Yay! Okay, chase for 10,000 subs is on. Shout out to Kenneth who donated. 50 bucks. Woo! Thanks, Kenneth, and for all your support. Gifted 50 memberships. Yeah, and obviously if the Kings start winning more, maybe you that will go to 10,000 a little faster. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey. uh, man. Hey. Anyways, uh, seriously, uh, I appreciate everyone's support, and uh, it's, it's amazing. This community has been awesome, especially considering that for the majority of our time doing night chat, the, the Kings have not been very good. Ayo. That wasn't a joke. Go. No, it wasn't. So thank you guys for seriously subscribing, being here, hitting that thumbs up. It all helps. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So Morgan, um, going into tomorrow's game, do you think based on what you saw, do you think they st still go with Alex Len to start? <gasps> I'm going to, I'm going to say, well, let's say Sabonis isn't playing. Then yes, obviously. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think he's gonna try. If he's, I just, I, I'd be. If he's playing, he's starting. Like if he's yeah. playing, he's starting. Oh, Sabonis for sure. Yeah. If he's playing, he's starting. Yeah. Like that's just like. Here's a question then: Has Alex Len done enough to like? If Sabonis plays, is he coming off the bench now? I say I would. Or do you play Rashawn? I would personally try Alex Len first i guess hmm. um you don't sound very committed to that no i you know it's it's tough because the way that the a lot of these rotations have gone um they're unpredictable right mm -hmm. look at what chemezi metu was doing in the beginning of the year look at what trey lyles was doing and now trey lyles is finding time again um they shoved in nimi kato when it was a joel Embiid game you just you don't know what you're going to get. And I think sometimes that's all happening behind closed doors. What's going on at practice. And these coaches still trying to figure out what their identity is when there's guys with some health problems. Let's get to some comments from the YouTube chat. Shout out to Nick who says, LOL, amazing how you have been here through so many rough times for what is truly therapy for me. We deserve about a decade of legendary basketball. Yes, we yes, do. Yes, we do. Uh, Sam would like us to know that, you know, the nuggets are Barely the number one oh. seed. Oh, so they're okay. bad. Okay, I mean, they're 22 and 11. They've now won eight of nine. They've no, got the two-time hey, reigning MVP. Right. Jokic was barely the MVP, too. You're right. You know? right. So, They've no, won five in a row. I mean, they're... You're right, Nick. Either way, they're, other guy. they're a good team. I mean, I don't know what to say. Like, okay, maybe they're not the number one team forever, but you know what? This is the West, and this is my biggest point with Sabonis right now, and I, I put a poll question up. From the chat, I said, "Should Sabonis try to play?" The options: no, get that thumb better, and yes, if he can fight through it. Seventy-four percent of the people who have voted say, "No, go get that thumb better." 
I'm with it. I'm told. I'm. What if that meant missing six weeks? I'm with Four it. Four weeks. Sorry. Yeah. Figure it out. Expose the truth of what needs to change with your roster, with your depth, and make it all happen. Here's what I would say. What? If he can play and it doesn't impact, like, if it hurts, but he's still able to go out there and give you, you know, 18, 12, and 7, play. Play. Yeah. But if it's limiting you, if you feel like you can't, impact the game the same way go get right and i know that the fear for that for fans would be oh a month without sabonis your season's over i would say no it's not i would say look at tonight's game you need to find it's gonna be challenging yeah and you're probably not gonna win a ton but what you need to do is just hang around that 500 mark right and get him right i i know that's hard it is right now they're two games over at 17 and 15 but when I say hang around, you may tip below 500. You may, but you need to understand. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply what the West is right now. And as a point, the Denver is the number one seed. Well, the Kings are the seventh seed right now. They're 32 games in. They're the seventh seed. They're a half game behind Dallas for six. They're one and a half behind the Suns for five. There's two games behind the Clippers for four. They're two and a half behind uh, the uh, Memphis Grizzlies for number three. My point is this all bunched up. Look behind and Portland's right there. Utah, Golden State. You're going to have a shot as long as you don't completely fall apart without him. If he's health, if he can give it a go and be productive, play. If not, yeah, go sit but out. This is what you, healthy. you would hope for a team like the Sacramento Kings is that they 
are starting to build in which I believe we have been seeing that foundation of not only the good culture and everything, but also what they want to achieve as a basketball team. You know, it's not about the individuals and they come and go and this is what the team looks like. I mean, we've seen so many teams around the NBA be able to hold their own without their star players at times throughout a season because the season's long and their star players get injured. And that's what you want to start seeing from the Sacramento Kings. When is that going to happen? Hopefully it happens sooner than later. So I know uh, this guy on social media named in street clothes who covers his name is Jeff Stotts, but it's at in street clothes on Twitter. He goes over all the injury stuff with players uh, in the league. Does a really great job of that. He did break down kind of what he thinks about the Sabonis injury uh, and goes over some detail, but he went over a couple of things, including kind of the time missed when something like this happens based on other guys. Uh, he says time lost to these type of injuries is often linked to the severity of the concurrent ligament damage, not necessarily the bone damage. UCL tears have been have been detailed multiple times on this website when players like Bam Adebayo and Chris Paul have sustained the injury and undergone surgery. Mm. The average time lost in season for UCL repair, so after surgery, is 25 games, 55 days. Whoa. So that's a, that's a chunk. Now, that's, that's, if, you a go, chunk. If, that's if you have surgery. Um, he says, unfortunately, the, the degree of Sabonis' sprain has not been made public. For now, Sabonis will attempt to play through the pain. Avery Bradley suffered that same fracture in UCL sprain during the 2015 season and did not miss a game. He says the Kings medical staff will attempt to tape and brace the area when Sabonis takes the court and it is likely he will wear a, a brace in between games. Surgery could still be an option if the ligament damage was substantial, but for now it seems like Sabonis will continue to suit up for the Kings. Um, Great work yeah. by Jeff Stotts. Wow. I was laughing reading Kings uh, Reddit uh, because... They were joking about people going on WebMD. And someone goes, <laughs> I think Sabonis has rectum cancer. Yes. Based on my WebMD yes. research like that. And it's like, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Not yeah. all injuries are the same. So, And not all bodies are yeah. the same. Like some yeah. people's pain tolerance with ligaments well, are like nothing. And others are like... If Anthony da if this happened to Anthony Davis and I'm not shitting on him, we just... We no Stop you it. You are shitting no, on him. No, I'm not. Do see, and I knew that was going to come up. We know his reputation. Why? How about this? How about this? Don't even mention Anthony Davis. How hey. about you just mention that Sabonis is known as being one of the tougher players in the league? Correct. There we go. The guy gets punched in the face on average three and a half times per game. Correct. That is true stat. I think. Yep. He's tough. He's tough. I think he'll try to go, give it a go. Hopefully. And if not, well... Heal up quick. <laughs> so we don't want to think about why not. <laughs> if not, uh, shout out. Appreciate everyone's support of the podcast. Make sure you support our sponsors, like a New York Times bestselling author, a USA Today bestselling author, someone who has topped the Amazon charts, and she did it. She started from the bottom. All the big publishers said, no, nah, we don't want your shit. <laughs> yeah. So she went, fine. I'll write it myself. 
self-published, and she hit it big. She hit it big. She's got a new book out, too. Such a beautiful family. You got to get it today. I know the website says pre-order. Yeah, what Should the hell? Should be updated because the reality is that book is out, and it was doing quite well, Morgan. Wow. And no, it's doing really well. Um, That's on Bernie Reagan to update that. Ooh. But uh, Publishers Weekly on this book said readers will keep turning the pages to see what happens next. Reagan consistently delivers the goods. I've been reading... Um, all, well, I've been following all my mom's thrillers on audible. I'm glad you corrected yourself. Yes, because I'm not reading them. Uh, it's all audible. And let me just say they're scarier than shit. Uh, sometimes I can barely sleep at night. I think a lot of people like that feeling. If you like scary movies and everything, then read some TR Reagan books, but such a beautiful mind was, you know, top of the Amazon charts was, a um, wall street journal bestseller a few weeks ago so she's killing it and if you are looking for new books to read especially going into the new year check out trreagan.com or go to amazon and just search tr reagan glad you really mentioned the audible thing because morgan's like i've yeah, been reading why? some books i'm like, oh you yeah reading my mom's books i'm like oh you are well listening it's not the same. Why does that matter? If I've, but I've consumed, consu no, and I give I've you consumed credit. four books we in two months. You can't claim to read books when you listen. to I mean, you can, you can consume the content. I'm not. You know how much that. easier it is to get oh, for sure. all the shit done that I need to get done by just shoving it in my ears and being like, whoa, one time I was doing Christmas lights and I had uh, one of my mom's scary books in. And so I'm outside with the book in my ears and someone walked by and I was like, like freaked out so yeah it's a good idea but it's also not we need to talk about some nba stuff in a second because tonight was crazy oh yes what luca did tonight 60 20 and 10 historic oh my historic God. uh also if the chat has anything we missed with tonight's kings game feel free to drop it in the chat on youtube or twitch uh but let's kick things off tonight and check in with andrew hello drew hi hello What's up? Nothing much. I just want to say congratulations on 9,000 subs. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. Uh, so, uh, my friend Jamie, you might know him. Oh, you oh young Jamie. Jamie yes. Parker. Yeah. Yes, Jamie Parker. Yes, that's him. He what? told me to check you guys out, and uh, I've been watching your live streams for the past... I've been watching your live stream for a little bit now, Okay. and I just want to say... They're really nice and just keep doing it. Oh, my God. Thank oh, Andrew. you. Andrew. Andrew, how old are you? I'm um, 13. Man, we are really conquering the 13-year-old demo in Sacramento. Honestly, Andrew, like, just oh, be yeah, honest. Are, are we are we on the cooler side of of our 30s or, like, the the lame side? You can be truthful. Are we in the middle? No cap, no cap. <laughs> All right. Okay, just for you saying no cap, <laughs> I'm going to say I'm the cooler side for sure. Oh, no. Oh, I thought you were going to diss the hell out of him. Okay, fine, Andrew. Well, that's very, very kind of you. And I think Deuce is now going to go to bed very happy. All right. So are you a Kings fan? Andrew? Uh, No, I'm a Warriors fan, but that's I watch right. the Kings time to time. All right, fair enough, Andrew. Well, thanks for checking us out, man. Appreciate you. All right. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, Thank thanks, you. man. Call us busting. Sheesh! <laughs> <laughs> now or now our lingo that was once kind of cool and still cringe when we did it is not cool at all kids yeah. are not going sheesh anymore i know that lasted like six months what are the new things well you're the one that was updating me on the new cool things jamie what what are the new things the new cool things to say 
What? Hello, Morgan. Hey. What's up, so, Jamie? How did you guys enjoy Christmas on Sunday? Good, but I asked you a question first. Oh, yeah. What's up? What What are What's some of the cool, like, lingo? N- not, I don't want offensive stuff that you guys say, but, like, the cool things. Like cap, no cap, bussin', Bussin', bussin'. Sheesh. Like, what are the cool things now? Um, you know, I don't really think that, like, we really do. I don't, I, I know personally, like, I don't really do that stuff anymore. Okay. Ooh, yeah, that's, the, it's, yeah. Cool, it's cool not to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah then yeah. don't do it. Okay, okay, then we're not gonna, we're not gonna do it anymore either. But you, but you don't. How did you guys like Christmas on Sunday? But really, you, there's not one you could tell me that maybe some of your friends do. Uh, they're like no kizzy. No kizzy. What's that mean? No kidding. Yeah, I think so. I don't even know. Okay. okay. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm, gonna I'm not gonna mess with that. Yeah, I'm gonna search <laughs> Urban right. Dictionary right. before I go there. Damn it! They're gonna try. They're gonna listen. We made him say it. We made him say it. Damn it. Um, okay, Jamie. Uh, Jamie, Christmas, Christmas is great. It was, it was good. It's over. It's so long ago. How was it for you? Good. Uh, I I got uh, a Domat to Sabonis City Connect jersey. What? Oh yeah, man. That's so cool. Uh, yeah, and is, uh, I got a lot of. Uh, I got a lot of fitted hats. What, like King, are they King's hats? Uh, no, they're like Giants hats. Mm. A lot of Giants hats. That's cool, man. So That's fun. Cool. Mm. Uh, anything f- about yeah. the game tonight? You know, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I really couldn't watch it because I had a power outage at my house. Aww. For like a long time. Some would say the Kings I, had a power outage in the final three minutes of that game, Morgan. No. no. Hi. Oh, How are I, you? Hi. That, yeah, I know. That was that. But yeah. Like, yeah. I really couldn't watch most of the game. But uh, my my cousin was at the game tonight, though. It was her first ever Kings game. Uh, it, wait, Heavenly? No. Um, my It's my cousin, Zoe. All right, Zoe. All right, Zoe. Congrats, Zoe. Well, uh, Jamie, thanks for checking in. I'm glad you had a good Christmas, man. Of course. Yeah. Thank you. All Have right. a good one, guys. Bye, Bye Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. I think Jamie's just, he just calls in now to check in. I love it. He's great. He's great. Just making sure our Christmas was good. Morgan, what was your reaction when I texted you and said, Luca, tonight? Um. Well, I was watching Nick's Mavs first half, and I was like, oh, okay, close game, whatever. Kings game started. So when you said Luca, I was like, what did he do? I went straight to Twitter, and the first thing I saw was Jason Gallagher with a crazy highlight of a behind-the-head pass to the corner, and someone had tweeted me, it looked like there was a glitch in the video, and that's exactly what it looked like. I have no idea how he got the pass, how he did the pass. It was phenomenal. Magical. 60 points. Yeah, and then I saw this. A 60-20-10 game? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's absurd. No, abs- that is sickening. And did you see how he forced it into overtime on the missed free throw and then threw it up and there? put it back up? Yeah, yeah. I, you guys, this is um, it's pretty phenomenal. And he's only twenty three years old. And just think about what he will do as he keeps maturing as a human being, and mm. not only understanding what he needs to do to his body as he keeps maturing, but just what he needs to do mentally um, as a teammate, as a player. It's kind of crazy that, like, that game had to go to overtime, right? <laughs> yeah, and you could talk about that, but at the same time, like, look at the Kings and, you know, look at other teams. play. Uh, 
the Wizards beating the Sixers. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, just for the record, I want to go over his quarter by quarter. So first quarter, he had 16 points. Second quarter, Luca had six. Third quarter, he had 13. He had 18 in the fourth on eight of 11 shooting. And in overtime, he had seven. The guy had 60 points, 21 rebounds, 10 assists. He missed 10 shots. He was 21 of 31. Two of six from three, 16 of 22 from the free throw line. He missed six free throws. He could have had 66. Yeah, what was he doing? What's he doing, huh? That is insane, though. I mean, it's just one of those things that some of the numbers around the league lately from Jokic the other night against Phoenix when he had 45, like 15 and 15. Oh, what? Yeah. You know, you're seeing Embiid tonight. Embiid had 48. Yep. They lost. He had 48. Tatum's putting up magical numbers. Is it too early to ask who's Morgan Reagan's MVP front runner? At the it moment? it is a little bit. Bec- no, it is because I I feel like with Luca games, I personally have not sat down and watched enough of the Mavs. I yeah. don't enjoy watching the Mavs. I just don't. I have watched more of the Celtics, and so like I could be like, it's Jason Tatum, but that's just my biases because of who and what teams. I am watching more of. Right I think now. right now it, Tatum's number one for me. Well, good. I'm glad I'm on the right track. Tatum has well, Kevin been, Durant. That's I mean, a great point. He's I'm watching averaging 30 points a game right now. The Nets, for some reason, it's like the quietest. Why are people being quiet about the Nets? Thank you, thank you. Why are we sleeping on the Nets? They are. They are. Did you see how they closed that game last night? Serious? Kyrie hit daggers. KD was awesome. I know he fouled out late in the game, but they finished it off. KD is shooting like 50-something percent from the field right now. 30 points per game and like 37% from three. He is on another level, but their team yeah. altogether is on another level, um, obviously, since the um, firing of Steve Nash. And the return of Kyrie. And the return of Kyrie. So, yeah, Durant's at 30 a game, 56% shooting, 37% from three, also uh, six rebounds, 5.3 assists, a block and a half per game. I mean, that's pretty absurd because he's been doing that forever. Then you've got Embiid at 33, nine, and four and a half. Uh, you've, we don't even like really mention Giannis, but Tatum this year is just under 31, eight rebounds, four assists, 47% shooting 36% from three. The guy we saw tonight again, it's like, it's really too bad that we get to this point. Maybe we'll be wrong, but Jokic, are you kidding? 25, 11 and 9.4 assists. He's doing it on 61% shooting, which would be the highest mark of his career. 34% from three. It's outrageous. And then three and a half turnovers for a guy who has the ball that much. Yeah. No, it's it's um what we are witnessing from stars night in and night out, especially for anyone else out there who doesn't just watch Kings basketball. And you really consume some of, these star players around the league, it's pretty amazing. And we are so lucky to be in this time of the NBA. Oh, the league in terms of quality talent is, 
it's probably the best it's been in a long, long time. And, you know, you, you, you try to figure out, all right, is this good for the league? I think it is good for the league that you do have all these teams in the West with a chance where you go, they're all bunched up. Even the East, to a certain extent, you have your front runners. I think Boston and Milwaukee right now, you go, oh, they're, yeah. they're up there if Middleton's healthy. But then the Nets are there, right? You, you just have an abundance of really good teams with star caliber players. Even how about JJ Reddick today? See what JJ Reddick said? What did he say? Uh, NBA University tweeted out who is having the most underrated season in the NBA? JJ Reddick said Sabonis having an all NBA season. Yes, that JJ Reddick. Who who shit on the Kings for that trade? <laughs> no, and I, like I love it. That's awesome. SGA is having a great year oh, for OKC. My God, yes, it's pretty special what's happening in the NBA. It and is. I, I think I initially was going Tatum, but then you bring up Durant. Like, uh, I I think my case for Tatum has just been consistency. I, it's consistency one, monster numbers, best record in the league, and. Maybe this shouldn't apply, but for me it does at this point. The adversity factor. Their coach got fired or whatever you want to call suspended. He's not going to coach anymore. Two days before training camp. Yeah. He's off the heels of them losing in the NBA Finals. I just feel like he, he came back better. And that's what the great ones do. When the great ones maybe have disappointment in the finals or in the playoffs, they look in the mirror and go, what can I do better? What type of shape do I have to be in to compete and not run out of gas? What can I do? The guy battled with a fractured wrist too in the playoffs. I just like how he's responded from what happened last year. I love Jason Tatum. I think he's one of my favorite players in the league. And when I mention this, I'm only, I'm only pushing this because you mentioned adversity and you could say the same too for Kevin Durant and the adversity that he had to face, not only with every, the drama that was going on, obviously in the off season, whether that was self-inflicted or not, it doesn't matter. It was drama. It was there, but then he had to deal with the Kyrie drama. He had to deal with coaching drama and, um, the coaching switch, so many different things and playing through it at the level that he is playing at. And now you're seeing this squad, um, being true possible contenders in the Eastern Conference. It's pretty, it's pretty incredible. Well, I think my trust factor isn't there with the Nets because it is good right now. You don't trust but, Ben? I mean, the, the trust of Ben, whatever. I mean, he's just been up and down. He's had some nice moments. The guy didn't play basketball for a long time. You don't trust the defense? It's just, how long is Kyrie going to be okay? Okay. But I think when those guys are right, it's tough to find a team that can beat them. It feels like they've got a good recipe. And then, you know, someone like TJ Warren, another guy who did not play for two years, TJ Warren in the bubble was a bucket. He's tough. He's hard nosed. He can score the ball. This guy was not playing basketball for a long time. The Nets take a chance on him, give him a, like a small deal. If it doesn't work out, not a big deal. He's been really good for them. I mean, we're talking about now for him. I want to double check this. I'm looking at his game log because he's really good last night in their win over Cleveland. He had 23 points and eight rebounds against Cleveland. He's been in double figures in one, two, three, in six of his last seven games. And to get a contribution out of him, you don't need T.J. Warren 
to score 23. Mm-mm. But having a guy that's capable of scoring 23, having a guy that's going to get in the guys, has a little nasty in him. I love that. Also, comeback. Does the league do comeback player of the year anymore? I know everyone does most improved. We need comeback player of the year awards because there are so many guys who have undergone serious injury. Durant, Thompson, all these guys who have battled back. It's really inspiring. TJ Warren is in the list. Like The guy had to overcome a lot to get back on the floor, and here he is contributing on a really good team in the East. Yeah, and to play, exactly. Making an impact on a really good team in the East. And, you know, I was just, as you were pulling up some guys, I was pulling up Nick Claxton and just like, he's had some nice moments. And it, no. And you just think about his ability in the pick and roll with Kevin Durant, right? You know, it gives Kevin Durant so many different options, not only with all the threats from the outside and everyone that can shoot around him, but then another tall, just lengthy guy in the middle that, Really, if you look around the league, you're not going like, oh, man, he's one of the best. But what he's able to contribute and understand what he needs to contribute with his length and as a rim protector, I think he's also been doing. There's just guys stepping up in their roles um, really effectively with the Brooklyn Nets. Well, they've won nine in a row. Yeah. And there you go. they are a half game out of the two seed. They're two and a half out of the number one spot in the Eastern Conference. So... The East is exciting. One through five is separated by four games, right? So you got the Celtics, Bucks, Nets, Cavs, Sixers in the mix. The Knicks, um, you know, they had to turn around. They've lost four in a row now. But, um, yeah, it's it's really in the East. You go, how many of those teams do you really give a chance to win it all? It's Boston for me, Milwaukee, and if the Nets are right. I don't think the Cavs are ready quite yet. That's, but, that's fair, but they're like... They're they're a good team. They're, they're a there. really good team, and I, yeah. I I just don't buy the Sixers. I don't. Um, good regular season. Yeah, team. I think... Well, I think James Harden, if you want to talk about James Harden, I think James Harden is what he is, and I think it's comical when we hear... <laughs> what is that story that came out on Christmas? Is that what you're talking and about? And that's what I'm saying, just really... He wants to go back to Houston? Well, it, he was asked about it, too, and he didn't necessarily deny it, but he just was, like, you know, trying to talk about the team. If he were to go back to Houston in free agency, because he signed that two-year deal, $68 million, uh player option in the second year, so he would be a free agent coming up, and he would be 34 years old, going back to Houston, playing on a young-ass squad. They have the cap space to make it all happen. But here's my question. Why the F, Houston? Yeah, Why yeah. the F would you go in that direction when it would be like, hey, this was our goal with Jalen Green to build um, these young guys in our three-year rebuild. Where is that going to take you? This guy keeps getting taken out of the postseason. And I, I know he was an MVP. I know he is still one of the most skilled players to ever play the game of basketball. But you guys, you're allowed to say what he is now. I, still I an love, incredible playmaker. What? I do really love how passionate you're getting as if the Rockets already decided they are. It's No, you know why I'm passionate about it? Because I think sometimes people get upset when you talk about these great players, like whether it's a Russell Westbrook or it's a James Harden, and what they're capable of still doing doesn't mean that they're doing the same things that they used to do. And now those two different levels, James Harden still playing at an even higher level than Russ. But at the same time, what he is as a teammate in the style of game that he brings to why would you go in that direction? I think That's he just all. wants to be comfortable in a spot he knows 
community, he knows. I buy all that stuff. I, I do think it's weird. Wants. I think it's weird. Yeah. Um, and it just doesn't seem like he's totally bought in and connected with Embiid and Doc Rivers in Philly. It's weird. I mean, that's that's something to watch, you know, when you don't feel that connection. That's why I can't buy them as a legit championship contender if they're not connected. Here's my question. Would you want James Harden on your squad? I'm not a James Harden fan. That's I, what I'm but saying. But a lot like, of people are like that, and that's the thing. I think talking about what he wants, good for him. Why Why do we just all assume that at 34 years old, all these teams want him and think that's the missing link, that's the missing piece? Because it's, it's not. Well, I mean, it just depends on the circumstances. Sure. I mean, him going and signing up for a shit ton of money in Houston – no, it probably doesn't make a lot of sense for the Rockets, right? No. But if he wants to take more of a discount and try to be a missing piece on another team, maybe, maybe. I mean, the guy's too talented, Morgan. Even if you don't think he's as good as he once was or he's not that same guy. Totally talented. The guy is ridiculous. Playmaking ability, yeah. his vision. Like, sure. he's obviously even altered his game more into that than even as a scorer. But, like, Houston, then you're taking on a guy that's not even a pure, true point guard, too. It's just... I mean, we hear the Harden stuff, and then you also hear the Trey Young rumblings that he's like putting some pressure on Atlanta. It's they're a weird team. They're a seventeen and seventeen after giving up a shit ton to get Dejounte Murray. Those two don't really play at the same time all the time. Mm-hmm. That seems like that's on a weird path, and maybe it's McMillan that's going to end up getting blown out first, but. I don't know how that's going to play out. I did have a De'Aaron Fox thought Ooh. that I was just reminded of. What? Now. Say it. I know this is, this is coming from left field, but I was thinking about playing time, Fox, Sabonis, Murray, and uh, Trey Young. Jesus. Okay? Okay. So that's my connection. Okay. Follow me here. Here we go. De'Aaron Fox only played 31 minutes tonight. Okay. With Sabonis out. He was not in foul trouble. He played 31 minutes. Was that because he's on the second night of a back-to-back? The other thing I case I'm going to make about the king or I'm sorry the front end of a back to back they play Denver again tomorrow are they being cautious because he's still banged up I don't know maybe that's the case minute restriction sure maybe don't know especially with Sabonis out I would I I might change up when I bring him in and out of games let this guy cook a little bit let him play the entire first quarter let him lead. The first quarter, like he's coming out. I'm. I know every time there's a substitution in the game, and he came out around the six minute mark, which is pretty typical for him. He comes out the six minute mark of the first quarter, and he came back in to start the second. Okay, okay so six minutes, pretty normal. Then he comes out at the 735 mark, comes back in at the 419 mark. Third quarter, he starts, of course, comes out around that 627 mark, returns for the final 40 seconds, starts the fourth quarter, comes out the 724 mark, back at the 457 mark. I know I'm throwing a lot of numbers at you. No, you're not. I get it. I just think you can stretch that out a little bit here, especially without Sabonis out there. Can that allow him to get in a better rhythm and in turn, in turn, allow Davion to stretch his legs a little bit? Because I think both guys, Davion, I know, works well when he gets more longer minutes. stretches yeah. out there compared to, let me give you a three-minute burst here or four-minute mm-hmm. here and uh, back in. Play Fox the entire first. 
then give him a rest and bring him in at the 750. He needs to increase the minutes a little bit here. And 31, especially without Sabonis, isn't adequate in my opinion. I don't I don't like being ticky-tacky with minutes, especially when it is the start of a back-to-back and everything. And um, his injury histories as of a few weeks ago or whenever the shit that was. But I'm... Totally with you on that because I think we've talked about this before. If Sabonis was playing, one or the other need to be on the floor at all times. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, I'm going to use the word again, identity. That is the identity of your squad. You need one of your leaders out there. You have more depth to to still trust, right? But like at the end of the day, when you're playing a good team like the Denver Nuggets, he yes, I. I'll, I'll be with you on this one. And Gabriel in the chat was knowing that Fox did kind of bang his thumb in that game. I did see that. I end. saw that. But, I mean, he didn't come out of the game. Uh-uh. He so shook it off, and then that. they called So, I don't know. I, he definitely was shaking that hand, though, for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just, I would think about changing that up. And coaches do that throughout a year. Um. It just, you know, these six minutes. Well, it, it was Jordy tonight, too. No, but this is typical. Yeah, yes. These are typical. I'm just saying it was Jordy tonight without Sabonis' first game. Right. You know, what? what is being told behind the scenes? We don't know, too. So Yeah, I'm looking back. The Wizards game, Fox came out the six-minute mark. The Pistons game. Uh, the sh- he, what is this? No Mitchell. What? You just have all of your... Oh, yeah, I can show this on the screen. These are my notes. I go game by game here. Uh, with lineups. Uh, yeah, this is the Pistons game. That's when Mitchell didn't play. So, Delhi came in at the five-minute mark. See the Raptors. How do you type this so fast while watching? I mean, it's pretty easy. I can. I don't have to. I don't need to look down the type. I mean, neither do I for the most part. I, I can keep my eyes up. But, but, yeah, it's it's pretty consistent when Fox goes out. I mean, I'm going all the way to the Bulls game. Okay six and a half minute mark i don't know just think about letting him cook a little bit yeah especially when one is feeling it too let him cook let him cook let him cook uh anyway going back to trey young there's enough rumblings there that you wonder if there's a little smoke there is he going to be like the next guy that wants out it always happens morgan it seems like every year now there's like one guy that kind of surprised you like oh that guy really wants out trust Trust, trust, trust that the smoke is there, that there's yeah, yeah. fire behind the scenes. Come on. We saw what happened with everything um, when he was in the weight room or whatever was going on and he was asked to do something and then didn't do it. So then he didn't end up playing. Like there was dysfunction there. I remember talking about that before they ended up playing the Kings on that road trip. And of course they beat them after I talked about the amount of dysfunction that's there. But you're seeing it's still parent stories are being told. Let's check in with Stuman. What's up, Stu? Stu. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you, man? Good. I'm a uh, first time, long time. Appreciate it, man. Hey. I appreciate you checking us out. Well, I listened to you guys back in college when you were on with Jay Ross. Ooh. Aww. Listen to the pod for years now. Hell yeah, man. Thank you. Thanks for being a part of the journey. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, I listened to your guys' night chat before Christmas and, uh, oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I yeah. got you. 
Yeah, I was, I was listening to Deuce's story about the agent that wanted to turn him down and, and Morgan's story about the douchebag that said, you know, girls don't talk about sports or whatever. So it just made me feel really sad, and I just wanted to call in. I, I actually made a Twitter account so I could call in and tell you guys that I'm a supporter, and, uh, you know, I support you guys. I want you to keep doing your stuff. Well, one – Thank you so much. You do not have to feel sad at all because I'll, I believe that date was September 29th, 2020. <laughs> yes. So. Uh, when that agent told me that and I didn't get down. I mean, trust me. I remember talking to Morgan about like, Oh my God, what the hell was that? I was more disappointed by it than anything. Like how could someone say that to someone? But I use that as fuel. You know, I, I, I use that. I have a chip on my shoulder because of that. And it just makes me work harder. So I'm glad it happened in a way. And what I'll tell you too, really quick. I remember in 2015 when I was told that the radio station, it was on a Friday and I was going to begin a trip um, in Oregon to go to Smith Rock to climb literal mountains. And I remember I achieved such great things on that trip rock climbing that I was like, Oh, F this. I can, if I can achieve this mountain, I'm going to achieve whatever the hell I need to do in sports radio. And so, yeah, no, don't, don't feel bad because you know, it's like, we just keep trying to grow and we can't appreciate, or we can't thank you enough for your support throughout all the years. Also, just to be clear, uh, the guy that the person who said that to you, Morgan, um, <laughs> shockingly does not work in the business anymore. no, He's been gone out of the business for a long time now. Probably like a year after that. Yeah. Yeah. For good reason. Mm, yeah. Anyway. Uh, no, hey, thanks well, for Well, anyway, it's good for you guys. <laughs> no, I appreciate Thank it. You. I appreciate your support, too, all these years. Thank you, man. All right. I got one more thing yeah, for you, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. So I've got kids, and uh, the grandparents were visiting for Christmas, and my six-year-old opens a present. Oh, no. And it's a wooden train. Man. <laughs> and he's, he had the exact same look that I imagined you had. Yeah, it's just like. Uh, and I was just dying laughing. One, that's hilarious because I mentioned it. But two, like, <laughs> I, what do these grandparents think? Hey. Like, no, I'm just being honest. It's like, it's like, hey, it's pretty. It's so easy to find a good toy. Go on Amazon, go whatever, and they go. Let me go to a craft fair and let me. This is a good toy. It's like, what are you doing? Get the kid what he wants, okay? Don't go with the wooden toy. No wow. kid wants the wooden toy. There's not a kid that ever goes, Dear Santa, I want a wooden train set, and then I want some uh, crocheted. Okay, uh, some nerdy ass kid might want some of this stuff, so don't don't be making fun of them. The majority of kids do nerdy not kid. want that. Anyway, well, uh, hopefully your kid's okay. Yeah, he's good. That was like one of five presents from All your right. grandparents, so it was no biggie. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon, dude. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right, Stuman, man. Dude, that's so Stuman, the good human. So huh? kind. Ooh, did you just make that up? Yeah, I like that. That's cute. All right. Uh, let's go next and check in with Nick. What's up, Dusimo? Did we wake you up? Your voice sounds all scratchy. How are you doing today, Morgan? I'm doing so good, Nick. How are you? We lost tonight, and it was a tough loss, but, you know, we got to play better. We got to play better tomorrow. We got to beat Denver again. How are they going to beat Denver? 
if I was coach in the lock, if I'm in the locker room, mm-hmm. and I'm telling my team that you gotta play better defense, you gotta step up your game. Step up your game. I like Take that. Take the page. Yes. And, you know. Yes. I do have. I do have to update you guys that Utah Jazz is in San Francisco right now. They are playing the Golden State Warriors tomorrow. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait. Thanks for the answer. I was gonna say because the Warriors played the Hornets tonight, so you're already looking ahead. I'm looking ahead because Warriors are playing the. Uh, the Warriors will play the. Uh, Utah Jazz tomorrow, and then after that, Utah comes here Friday. So, really, Utah is not that far from us. They're not it's at all. Not. And we got to watch that game. We got to scout that game, right? We have that game Friday, so we got to be. Let's get. Let's try to get a win against Denver again. Back up. Let's try to get. Let's try to get a win. And now I do miss Sabonis. Is, is out. That's just sad. But you know. But I what, think Alice Lane will do good. Ooh. There, you go. there you go. And you're wearing your Keegan jersey tonight. Yeah, I was. Yeah, oh. I was. Okay, you took it off. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. He got okay. a Keegan Murray jersey for Christmas. He was wow. wearing Wow, yeah. that's so cool, Nick. Did, did Santa bring you everything you wanted? Yes. What else did you get? <laughs> King socks. That's so cool. What else? King King's pens. Oh my goodness! King's- what else? King sweatshirts. What else? <laughs> someone was a someone was a good boy or something because he's got all this kings. Have you got a king's pass, king's hat, king's pass? Yeah, too? for the month of January. This, yeah, yeah. So right, happy Nick. for you, Nick. Hey, what did you get for Christmas, Morgan? Um, I can't remember. <laughs> Wait, I got socks. I got I got fuzzy socks. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, kinks, did you get any king stuff? No, unfortunately, <laughs> I didn't get any king stuff. I don't know why. Yeah. Maybe All next right, year. Nick, Nick you, you're tired, man. You got to go to bed. Hey, so we got to <laughs> beat Denver tomorrow. We got to beat them. Let's Are you going to be them. there? Are you going to be there? Yeah, I'll be there. All right. All right. We'll see. And I saw Deuce today. Oh. I saw Deuce today at the game. You did see me at the game. Yes, you did. Sleep dreams, Nick. Uh, are you doing pregame, Morgan? <laughs> not until Friday. I'll see you Friday. Yeah, why not? Why mm. not? Sleep dreams, Nick. I'm gonna come get. I'm gonna come get a. I'm gonna get a picture with you. I know you are. Uh, but you gotta work. <laughs> sleep dreams, All Nick. Right, there's Nick. Oh, yeah. you didn't even give him a sleep dreams. He wasn't. He didn't want to get off. He didn't want to get off. Um, and you know what's funny? He said, "But you gotta work because Nick likes to come over and bug Morgan while she's prepping for a game." Literally, and I'll, every single time, because he'll and, and he'll he'll yell at whatever co-host is there, whether it's Kenny or Matt. Yes. And I turn around, and go, Nick, we're working. We're working. And so, see, he gets it. You got to work. Proud of him. You better work. I'm really proud of him. All right, Morgan, uh, final thoughts on this tonight. We got another game tomorrow against the same Nuggets team. Do you think the Kings can win? I'm actually more concerned about this tomorrow. I'm more concerned, but can they win? Yes. I hmm. think they they proved it tonight that they, they can bring out this, this competitive game and um, – I really hope Sabonis is playing, and if he's not, 
you, every single person has just got to step up their game. Yeah, I th- you just it's gonna be tough. Yeah, be really tough. they have to be better defensively from the start. And I know some of the stuff in the first half was good defensively, but the second half was not. Too many open threes. I think they have to do a better job with the doubles on Jokic. Like you cannot be playing Michael Porter. By the way, I just if this guy stays healthy, I know, and I know that's the biggest if ever I know. because he's missed time this year. He's just spectacular offensively. Yeah, I mean, just he's the, long. His release and his defense so has high. gotten better at times. He's this not year. a liability defensively. Right. Like he can hold his own now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's I, I'm happy for him through all the injuries he's had, just not against the Sacramento Kings, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, make sure to spread the word about our podcast. Make sure to hit the thumbs up button, subscribe, all that. We're going to be back live again tomorrow night following Kings and Nuggets. We love you guys so, so, so much. But we got to go. You all have a wonderful rest of your night. See you tomorrow. Bye. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. Deuce and Mo, they tell you what they know. Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo, the podcast that you know. Deuce and Mo. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.